Well, greetings. I am Dr. Paulina Van. I am the author of the book, Wagala Healing, and I host the Poetry of Healing on blackdoctor.org. And just filled with unlimiting blessings and joy and love. I wanna welcome you from wherever you are uh, all over the world. And I just want you to know that uh, we would love to know where you're joining us from. Today's show, we're gonna begin the new year with meditation, myths, and miracles. And we all need the miracles. So today, the goals for today, and I ask you to kind of embrace them with me, at least some of them, that I want to make meditation more accessible to everyone across the uh, age span, genders, social, economic classes. You may do hard manual labor or your job requires less physical work, but wherever you are, whoever you are, meditation is available to you. I'm gonna illustrate how meditation can become part of your everyday life, describe what it is, debunk the myths and stereotypes that you might be holding um, and holding you back from practicing meditation. And I'm gonna leave you with some tips to get started, restarted, or to enhance the practice that you already have. So um, let's get started. In this session, I'm going to do two meditations. We always begin with one, a centering, and but later within this half hour, I'm gonna give you and guide you through one that can add to your toolkit of reflective practices. To help us focus, we are going to center, that is to collect our energy for the time we have together. A time for you a gift to yourself. The centering of meditation that I'm gonna start with this morning is adapted from mindful.org. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, resource. As always, I invite you um, to join in the meditation. It's always an invitation, but I ask you to try it. So let's begin by Lowering your gaze or closing your eyes. And I'd like you to bring your attention to your breath, either your nostrils or your belly, expanding in and out, wherever you feel it's most distinctly. As you breathe in, be aware of breathing in. And as you breathe out, be aware of breathing out. Let the breath come and go as it will, normally and naturally. Let the feeling and sensing of the breath coming and going be your way of being present for the full duration of the breath in and the full duration of the breath out. Let yourself just be. There's no need to visualize anything or regulate the breath in any way. 
There's no need to engage thoughts or words or phrases of any kind. Just be mindful of breathing in and breathing out without judgment and without striving. Just watch the breath ebbing and flowing like waves in the sea. Notice the inevitable moments when your attention wanders from the breath. When this happens, don't criticize yourself. Simply acknowledge your thoughts, where they went, perhaps into the future or the past, or engaging in some kind of judgment. Just return to the breath again and again every time you read it. There's nothing to accomplish, nothing to pursue, nothing to do, but to simply sit or lie and be where you are, noticing your breathing. Living your life one inhalation and one exhalation at a time. As we come to the end of this meditation, I ask you to please extend some compassion, appreciation, and congratulations to yourself for giving yourself this gift of mindfulness. Now, your eyes may be closed and you can open them when you get ready or you can keep them closed as I speak. Taking time to meditate might be thought of as a luxury, yet it is as important to well-being as regular exercise or movement and a balanced diet and hydration. So that we will be present with a common understanding, I would like to share my working definition of meditation for this session. Meditation includes techniques such as listening to the breath, like we just did, repeating a mantra, or detaching from your thoughts to focus the attention and bring about a state of self-awareness and inner calm, inner ease. As you may already know, meditation has roots that span history, primarily appearing in religious practices. However, in recent times, meditation has become a phenomenon practiced by many for its substantial benefits, regardless of religious affiliation. Meditation is a self-care tool. I'm going to repeat that. Meditation is a self-care tool that empowers you to take control of your well-being. It offers a space in the day when your time is truly yours. It is also a wonderful keystone habit, which often leads to further positive life changes. Yet, first simply including meditation in your life is sufficient and will have its own benefits. You may hear meditation and mindfulness used interchangeably. I may even do that during this session. Mindfulness is a type of medication. Well, not medication. Well, maybe a medication, right? It may be medita- medication, but it's a, 
mindfulness is a type of meditation. So let's jump right into the myths and misconceptions and perhaps stereotypes of what meditation is and is not. And there's so many. So this morning, I'm just going to share with you three of them. And they are, one, one, there's only one way to meditate. Two, you have to make your mind blank. And three, you don't have enough time. So let's start with, there's only one way to meditate. That's a myth. When the word meditation is mentioned or read, the first image that may come to your mind is someone sitting in a lotus position. And I'm going to describe that to you. Lotus position is a position used in yoga. And follow this. The legs are crossed. Each foot is on the thigh of the opposite leg. And the hands are resting on the knees. And the thumb and index finger are forming a circle. Okay. So did you follow that? Some of you already um, may already use it. But I'll tell you, I was a professional dancer from age five to late teens. And then I did some local work until I was age 50. And I never accomplished the comfort while sitting with my legs crossed. So it may not be possible for everyone. So some meditations involve sitting quietly with your legs crossed, yet there are so many others that don't. So I'm gonna give you some examples. Qigong and Tai Chi are meditative movement meditations. Tibetan Buddhist meditations may involve mantras and visualizations or imagery. There are also daily activity meditations, such as mindful dishwashing while you're focusing on your hands, the movement of your hands, the sensation of the water, is the temperature, warm or cold, the force of the water. The key is to find what works for you and then practice where and when you can. So you don't have to stick to one type of meditation and you can mix several types during a session. There's no rules. The only rules is that you find some quiet time, quiet space, and you ask yourself, does it work for me? If not, try something else. Okay, let's go to the, let's bust the next myth. And that is, you have to be able to empty the mind or be devoid of your thoughts. Okay, so meditation does involve quieting the mind, yet not making the mind go blank or clearing it of all thoughts. Creating thoughts is part of what the brain does. So forcibly trying to limit your thinking would be contrary to the beneficial effects of meditation. Okay. So during meditation, when you are distracted by a thought, such as your to-do list, I always have my to-do list running in my head, just return your attention to your breath like we did earlier when we started the session. Attention to the breath can bring you back to the present moment, helping you to find balance 
and calmness. Okay. The third one that I'll cover today is the elusive time. I don't have time to meditate. Time, as I said, is an elusive thing that we struggle with. I'm sure we all feel we could create, you know, we wish we had the, um, the, had the miracle of creating more time, but we don't. We never have enough time. You may have heard that you must practice meditation in that lotus position for at least an hour for it to be any of any um, help to you. A more reasonable suggestion for practice time is about 20 minutes a day. The reality is one minute meditations are effective, such as slow deep breathing as we did at the beginning of the session. The key is to keep a meditation short and sweet, especially as you are developing the practice. Your meditation doesn't have to be long. Brief practices of meditation have benefits and long practices may not add to those benefits. It depends on the individual. So I've been talking about, I just kind of debunked some of the myths and stereotypes about meditation. And so the next I'd like to do is take you through another meditation, okay? Invite you to participate. And I bring to you meditations that you can replicate on your own. So I ask that you can either be lying down, sitting up, or even standing. Okay. I invite you again, if you opened your eyes after the last meditation, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes again or lower your gaze. Now, some of you um, well, a lot of us are in shared spaces. Some of, not everyone is. But even if there's music or the television in the background or um, your loved ones are talking or laughing, you can still do this. So come along with me. Okay, so with your eyes closed and or your gaze lowered, I'd like you to take a few slow, full breaths Inhaling in through your nose and out through your mouth to help your body and mind begin to relax. Okay, so remember in through your nose and try a count of four or five, whatever is comfortable for you. Some of you can do it longer, but in through your nose and hold and out through your mouth. I'd like you to hear the air, okay, and slowly. So feel the sensations where your body connects with the chair or the floor or the surface under you. Feel your body getting heavy from the relaxation state that's evolving. Starting by sensing your head, sense your forehead and the area around your eyes. This is the area. Lots of us hold tension. There's no right or wrong thing to feel. Just notice and gently name any sensations silently, like warmth, tingling, or pressure. 
Let your attention move to the top of your head, to your scalp, and down the sides and back of your head. And sense the feelings of your neck, the muscles along the back and sides, and even sense inside your neck and throat. Now sense your shoulders, the large heavy muscles, or you may be slight, that are on your shoulders and your shoulder blades. If you notice any tension or discomfort here, it's not anything you need to change. Just be aware of it. If you like, you can breathe into any area that feels some discomfort. This just means that you imagine your breath is moving in and out of the area instead of your nose. Let your attention move slowly down your arms, sensing your upper arms, elbows, and lower arms. Sense the muscles and the bones here. Feel the bones of your wrists and the roughness, coarseness, or softness of your palms. Our hands are a center of so much activity and expression. So feel all the sensations in your palms, your fingers, and your fingertips. Now shift your attention to your chest around your heart, that precious heart of yours. What do you notice there? Breathe and feel it. You're just tuning in right now to your body, to these precise physical sensations. And remember, be patient. Your body moves a lot slower than your mind. Body scan meditation helps you to get in touch with your body. Now allow your attention to move to your stomach and your hips. Let your attention rest there for a few breaths. Just breathe in and breathe out. Continue, continue down your upper legs, knees, lower legs, taking as much time as you need to feel the sensations and awareness there. Remember that there's no right or wrong experience, only to be present and caring as you can. Now move down to your feet, your ankles and the soles of your feet and all of your toes. Your feet work so hard all day. So really feel all those muscles and tendons and tissues there. Take a nice deep breath and see if you can feel your whole body all at once, sitting or lying and just breathing. From the tips of your toes up through your legs, your torso, your arms, into your head and your face, feel your body as one. A whole feel of sensations and energy. I'd like you to take a nice deep breath now. We're bringing this practice to a close. 
I'd like you to bring your attention back to our session. Again, when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And if not, you can continue to sit or lie or stand the way you are. But ask yourself, how did it go? Take a moment to observe and feel a sense of freshness, relaxation, balance. And I'd like you to know you can do this on your own by moving your attention through your body and at your own pace in any way you like. And most important, to be curious and kind to yourself. You may find that doing a body scan on your own allows you to be even more attentive to what is going on for you and to connect more deeply with your inner self. Hmm, so take another nice deep breath. Okay, you might wanna wiggle your fingers and your toes just to wake your physical body back to the awareness of the session. So I want to begin wrapping this up by giving you tips so that you can practice meditation with ease. So the first thing is, and I found this to be very helpful, if the, just name it differently. If the word meditation brings myths and stereotypes into your mind that keep you from doing it, then call it something else. You can refer to it as centering, or your personal quiet time. But at the end of the day, it's your time, okay? And then here we go with managing time to be able to do meditation. And there's a saying, you may make time for the things that are a priority for you. But the reality is many of us have too many priorities. We have to make time slots for sleeping, eating, working, family, our precious families, cleaning the house, buying groceries, reading, going to the gym, getting a haircut, putting the children to bed or doing homework with them, walking the dog. And I could go on and on and on. But one solution is to put meditation with something else you are doing. Okay, integrate it or weave small amounts or short time intervals of meditation into your busy day and your full lives. I'm gonna give you an example. Walking meditation, okay? Or moving yourself from place to place. So either you're walking or you're using an assistive device like a wheelchair going from place to place, from your office to a meeting, store to store when you're doing errands, to the bus or train station, from your desk to the bathroom or kitchen, whether you're working at home or in your office. So how do you do this walking meditation? Okay, so notice you are walking. Notice, if you go into a meeting or an appointment, you may be walking at a hurry pace that matches your rushing mind and your, and your thoughts. So I recommend slow down your pace to what is more natural and comfortable. Pay attention to the sensations in your feet. Pay attention to the rhythm of your feet. Feel the pavement through the soles of your shoes. 
Now, this may seem awkward, okay? Yet, it's a powerful way to embrace the present moment and minimize rushing thoughts or the ordinary habit of the mind wandering. Once you are in the present moment, you can open up your awareness to everything happening. The traffic lights changing, the siren down the street, cars stopping and moving, other people walking in front of you or near you. When navigating in the present moment, you are building a muscle of shifting from mind wandering to the present moment. You can transform a mundane route or chore into a fascinating experience. Being in the moment, it allows you to truly see the world, which often goes by either in a blur or totally forgotten. I'm going to share something with you, and I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of you can relate to this if you drive. How many times have you driven or walked a route that you regularly take from home to work, home to church, grocery store to home, and there are blank spots in your memory about what happened on that route? And for example, I'm going to give you something that recently happened, happened to me. I was driving a hundred mile route that I take frequently back home. And a part of the trip, I remembered exit 33A. And then my consciousness, all of a sudden I was at 41B. And I don't recall anything along the way. Okay. I didn't go to sleep. And you know, when I do this, it's very frightening um, sometimes. But we get hung up in our thoughts, either past thoughts or future thoughts, and we just check out of the present. So enjoying the present moment can help all of us to feel happier. And if working, it can enhance your performance. So there are other opportunities to do mindful daily activities, washing the dishes, folding clothes, making your bed, when lying awake in the middle of the night, okay? So be intentional, but don't force it. Lastly, uh, this last tip, and that is the breath. It's always available to you, anytime, anywhere, and it's free. And I shared with you a breath exercise earlier. So try that. Okay. What I'm going to ask you to do is that what's next? Okay, how do you pick this up? and embrace it as, as yours and be successful. So science experience and wisdom says that a habit can be formed with 18 to 21 days of practice consecutively. A month from now, I'm gonna do part two of this session. I will continue our exploration of meditation as a self-care practice and focus on the benefits and provide you additional tips and resources for establishing or enhancing your meditation practice, or simply how to integrate quiet time into your daily journey. Until next time, I'm gonna invite you, encourage you to begin slowly and simply. Even if you already have an established practice, 
practicing being in the present on a regular basis will change your experience of daily living. So you can begin by um, integrating meditation with your other daily activities and protecting quiet time each day, beginning with as little as one minute. And I ask you to try each week at a minute, okay? So by the time we get together again, you may have reached five minutes. And I know you can do this, I know it. So resources that I'm gonna provide for you um, under the video are links at mindful.org, Cleveland Clinic, and I love the Greater Good Science um, Center at UC Berkeley right here in, in my neighborhood, so I'll give you those. So if you have other myths you'd like me to respond to and debunk, you just let me know. Subscribe so that you will know when new programming is available. And you can visit my site at regalahealing.com to learn more about my healing um, and self-care work and resources, and of course, my book. Thank you for joining me today. And as always, love and light to you, and I'll see you next time.